Have you found yourself in a relationship where the attraction and the chemistry is so there that you feel like you can't live without your person? Or maybe you've been in a relationship for a long time already, 10 years, 20 years even, and you're wondering how to create some healthy boundaries because you feel like maybe you've lost yourself a little bit since you've been in this relationship. Or maybe you feel like, well, the chemistry is kind of worn off, but somehow we're still together and we've experienced a lot of ups and downs in our relationship. And I just don't want to give it up because we have so much history together. But you're also feeling like, well, how in the world do we change this dynamic? Maybe we've already even been to therapy and done some things before and nothing seems to be really creating the chemistry and the attraction in the relationship like I'd really desire. Maybe things were really hot and heavy in the beginning, and then over time they started to fade, and you've struggled with communication and connection. If this is something that you have experienced in your relationships, then I want you to know it is possible that you have entered into what is called trauma bonding relationships. Now, It's not about who's to blame, who's a victim, any of that. I don't care about any of that. So in today's episode, I'm going to highlight for you seven signs that you may be in a trauma bonding relationship, even though someone might not be abusing you at all. I've done it myself. I've been in several trauma bonding relationships where after doing relationship trauma resolution, I recognized the patterns from my childhood that I was bringing into my relationships and I was being, I was attracted to the men in my life because of the patterns from childhood. And it wasn't until I did the deep inner work to heal and integrate those patterns that I was able to create what I call sacred partnership with someone where the relationship gradually became more intimate over time, where it felt like a choice, where I didn't feel addicted to this person or like I couldn't live without them. And what I really wish for everyone is that even if you are in what would be called a trauma bonding relationship to me, and you find yourself to be in that situation, just know that you can transition that attachment, that type of relationship into a sacred partnership just by doing the work on yourself. And you don't need your partner to do it, which is the most amazing part. So I'm excited to share with you today these seven signs that you may be trauma bonding and not in an actual authentic, loving, bonding relationship and how you can transition from one to the other without leaving your partner, uh, without dragging them into this work or even mentioning anything that you're doing on yourself to change the situation. I know that might blow your mind, but it's true. It only takes one. It only takes you to do the inner work to shift the type of relationship that you are in. And I'm going to show you how to do that today. The Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire with Tilly Storm is the only sex podcast for high-achieving leaders wanting to experience the best sex and epic relationships of their lives without dragging their partner to therapy, blaming in on their hormones, or trying things in the bedroom that don't feel authentic. I'm your host today, Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world. I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, welcome back. It's Tilly, and I'm excited to share with you these seven signs that you're trauma bonding and not authentically bonding in love and how you can fix this dynamic because it's very unhealthy. All right, the first 
sign that you are trauma bonding with your partner is that you are feeling like you need them. Maybe you feel this addictive pattern with them. You feel that you need them to validate your worth, to validate your existence. Maybe you feel like they're there to fix you or to save you instead of learning each other, seeing each other and holding space for all of each other. This is the number one sign that I would say. Uh, there's another one that's super high up in, in my ranking of like red flags for trauma bonding, but this is definitely one of them is the needing, the longing, the feeling like you won't exist without them, or you're never going to feel the way that you feel with them, with someone else. That's a huge red flag that you are trauma bonding and that you aren't an authentic, loving, bonding relationship. The second one is that you're experiencing or have experienced in the beginning of your relationship, like an explosive intensity in the relationship from the start. And you found that over time that the relationship fluctuates instead of experiencing a gradual progression of intimacy and connection. Now, some people will refer to this as love bombing. Like when you get in a relationship and this person is like proposing to you and talking about the future, like from the first couple of weeks that you're together, or this is what a lot of, you know, popular culture is termed love bombing, where there's just like a lot of focus and attention on someone right off the bat. This is a huge red flag. It's not healthy. And it is a big sign that you are likely trauma bonding with this person and that this is not real authentic love. It might feel like it because you're receiving all of this attention, but it's not actually real and it's not going to withstand the test of time because in a healthy bonding relationship, you're going to experience a gradual progression of intimacy and connection with this person, not a, oh my God, they're giving me everything I need and want right off the bat. No, it's, you get to know each other. And over time and getting to know each other, you start to experience, wow, I'm really interested in this person. I want to know more. Let's dive deeper. I'm really curious. Like let's, I, there's this mystery about this person. I want to learn more. And then you want to, to learn more and to give more and to love more in the relationship. That's a healthy relationship pattern, but the love bombing stuff, not. All right. Number three, experiencing a roller coaster of emotions that often feels chaotic and unpredictable in your relationship instead of experiencing a sense of safety and mutual trust, something that feels predictable, uh, and experiencing that this person that you're with, that their words are aligned with their actions. Oh, this is a big one because people who are in trauma bonding relationships the one of you will often, and usually both of you will often say things and then not act accordingly. And this builds a lot of distrust in the relationship. So it's already becoming emotionally chaotic right off the bat. Another part of this number three is that instead of experiencing the roller coaster of emotions, the unpredictability, not feeling safe, uh, not having mutual trust and someone's words not aligning with their actions. Instead of that, 
if it were authentic bonding and real love, what you would be experiencing is a sense of consistently showing up for each other without questions that you're able to hold each other's emotions without either of you being triggered all of the time, that there would be a more of a consistent emotional field that you were experiencing instead of the roller coaster, right? So there's the roller coaster experience, that's trauma bonding. And then there's more consistency with some ups and downs, of course, but they're not super dramatic. Okay, the fourth sign that you are trauma bonding and not in an authentic loving bonding relationship is that Things are generally highly sexual from the get-go without a lot of emotional connection involved, as opposed to experiencing emotional connection and vulnerability in the beginning that leads to more sexual interest and more sexual connection later on, which is the complete opposite of what we're taught from Hollywood, which is so frustrating and which is why so many people have messed up views of relationships in the beginning because they think there's supposed to be this sexual chemistry and connection. And if it's not there right off the bat, then it's never going to be there and they're just going to write it off. I think that's one of the biggest problems with the dating space these days is that people go into dating thinking that there's got to be sexual chemistry and connection and some sort of attraction within the first date or two, or this isn't the right person from them. And I am proof. And I will stand by this with everything that I know about and all of my experience and professional uh, studies is that that's not necessarily true that you can form sexual interest and chemistry and connection with someone after knowing them for a long period of time. And often this is the best way to go. So if you're not experiencing chemistry and attraction with someone in the beginning, and then it starts to lead into more interest and connection, think, know that that's an actually a really good thing, <laughs> that the interest that builds over time is very healthy because the highly magnetic supercharged stuff is generally not when there's not a lot of emotional connection and vulnerability going on before. I hope that clarifies the difference there. Okay, number five. And now for a short break to tell you about something really cool. If you haven't downloaded my five days to epic sex and pleasure training for high achieving women yet, then I highly want to encourage you to do so at the link in the show notes. Why? Because if you're new here, then you probably don't know much about me. There are so many episodes on here already that if you want the short and sweet version of what I'm all about and what I do, and if I just had a couple of hours to talk with you in this five day training, five days to epic sex and pleasure, it's a secret podcast training. If you go download that training right now at the link in the show notes, I'm going to share with you everything that I want you to know about what it's going to take to actually create a satisfying sex life and relationship and to experience the pleasure that you deserve. So if you haven't downloaded that now, I want to encourage you to go download at the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. Enjoy. The fifth sign that you are trauma bonding and not an authentic loving bonding relationship is that you are being a people pleaser. You are betraying yourself. You're betraying your needs. You're putting your needs aside in order to get love. 
because you don't think you are worthy of receiving it. Okay. And you're doing all of this instead of standing in your worth and in your independence as a human being that you're worthy because you're alive and you are doing the work to meet your own needs first. You are being the source of self-worth. You are being the source of love. You are generating love and self-worth from within and you are not seeking it from something outside of you. And this is where relationships go wrong every single time is that we think that the relationship partner is supposed to give us the love and the way that we want the love. And a lot of times we don't even know how to tell them to love us. We just expect them to do it. And this is often very, uh, trauma bonding shit going on. It's not healthy. Okay. Because if you understand when you understand that you are the source of love, you are the source of self-worth, you don't actually need your partner to do those things in order for you to experience the love and worth that you are. You already are those things. When you become the source and you generate the love and the self-worth, that is the healthiest way to enter into relationship because you are not dependent on someone's actions in order to feel the way that you want to feel in the relationship. So when you are able to approach relationship from the place of, I source love from within me, I source self-worth from within me. I don't need this person to validate me, or I don't need this person to show me that I'm worthy, or I don't need to give up my needs in order to meet his needs. That is the best place that you can enter into relationship because that is authentic love that is based on a foundation of self-love and self-worth and not one where you are absolutely needing this person to show up a certain way or else. Okay. The sixth sign that you are in a trauma bonding relationship and not an authentic bonding loving relationship is that there's dramatic power play between the two of you instead of having healthy boundaries, the boundaries piece, you're, it kind of goes with number five. Okay. You are being a doormat or you have impenetrable boundaries. It's one or the other. And you find yourself flip-flopping in between the two is that the, the power play is I either put up all walls, I withhold sex, I cut off sex, I like, I'm not available for this right now. And I'm so walled off from you. I'm not even going to connect with you. It's kind of like thinking of a six-year-old and how they interact with people. It's like either this or that, and there ain't nothing in between. This is trauma bonding behavior. This is your, your boundaries because they have been violated in the past. You're switching between hyper and hypotrauma responses between having impenetrable boundaries and flimsy boundaries. So you're going from one or the other, either too much boundaries or too little boundaries. And it creates a power play in your relationship. And the only way to resolve this is to work on boundaries and to gain boundaries, not just sexually, but in all areas of your life with your friends, your family, your children, your, at, at your relationship partner, everyone. So the seventh and the final sign that you are trauma bonding and not in an authentic, loving bonding relationship is that your relationship mirrors childhood relationship patterns with your parents instead of the relationship 
that you are in currently being based in freedom, accountability, and peace with each other. However you were with one or two of your parents or whoever your caregiver was, if you don't have a mom and dad, whoever that was that took care of you when you were growing up, if they were abusive or if they were an alcoholic or a drug addict or something like that, and you grew up and you find that your relationship patterns are, and in your romantic relationships are very much like the pattern from your caregiver, huge, huge, huge red flag that you are trauma bonding because this is what feels normal to you. Is it healthy? Hell no. Is it normal? Yeah, because that's what you grew up with. That's what you knew. That's what your nervous system is wired for. But is it healthy? Hell no. All right. So how in the world do you get out of trauma bonding relationship patterns and create authentic, loving, what I call sacred relationship patterns with someone that you are already in a relationship with. I don't generally speak to people in the dating space here uh, because most of my clients are in relationships or just wanting to work on themselves. So I'm not going to go into uh, dating stuff, but if you're already with someone and you're recognizing, oh fuck, (laughs) like I have definitely only been in relationships where I've been trauma bonding. Well, how do you shift that? How do you stop that crazy magnetic energy that like draws you with someone? And how do you chill the hell out enough to be able to create spaciousness, to meet your own needs, to be the source, to generate the love from inside so you can approach a relationship from a really healthy, stable, grounded space? Well, well, you do what I did. (laughs) You do some relationship trauma resolution work because this is exactly the thing that I did uh, when I was first starting my business actually in 2018. And I spent two years doing somatic therapy, somatic experiencing work, which is what I do for my clients. And this sort of work, working at a very unconscious and nervous system level is what is required to release the trauma bonding patterns to heal them and to begin to start blueprinting um, a new relationship experience. You entering into sacred relationship, healthy, authentic, bonding, love with someone, it's going to feel completely foreign to you if you have only been trauma bonding with partners. Trust me, I know. When I met my man now that I've been with for like three years and three months, I think, maybe four months, it felt so different than any other relationship I'd ever been in. And I, it was almost like, I don't know what this is. I have no clue. I guess we'll just find out and see. And in the beginning, it was like, I don't even know if I'm really attracted to him. And then after the third date, it definitely started to grow on me. And that right there was not something that I was used to. I thought in my mind that there had to be sexual chemistry and attraction from first sight. And I would approach relationships from that. And first date, if I didn't find attraction, I'd be the first to let him go. Right. And the, when I started dating, um, in 2019, 2020, when my patterns started to shift and change, the dating experiences started to change. And I didn't 
I didn't even feel attracted to the same type of guy. So if you have a type that I would say that's also another sign that you're trauma bonding is if you have a certain type of person that you always go for, and yet you're always sabotaging relationships, that means that type is the trauma bonding type. And that is toxic as fuck. And you need to get over that. Okay. And that what is required is to do the work because who you are attracted to and what you are attracted to will change and shift when you create a new imprint in your nervous system wiring and your unconscious mind to be attracted to stability, to real love that's consistent, to love that is there for you, where you can hold each other and all of who you are without feeling judged, without going through these, uh, huge flare ups of emotions where someone gets triggered all of the time, or you get triggered all the time. When you're in a healthy bonding relationship, you don't experience those dramatic power plays, the super highs and lows. It's just way more consistent. But you're also going to find that what you're attracted to and who you're attracted to often changes. Can you do that within a relationship you've already been in for 10 years? Hell yes. Yes, you can. I do it all of the time with my clients and our private coaching, because that's what we're really working on is how can we create attraction, chemistry, connection again in a relationship that probably was and started off as a trauma bonding pattern. So the way you shift this is by doing lots of inner child healing and work around the patterns itself and empowering your new relationship identity and your new sexual identity, having some healthy boundaries for once, learning how to experience uh, a yes and a no in your body. What does that even feel like? So taking the time to learn and to do those things is really what's required to shift the patterns. So if this is something that you are really looking to shift and to change in your life right now, if this is a pattern, if there is a pattern, if you recognize yourself in any of those seven patterns I just shared, and you're like, damn, I really want to, I'm ready to do the work to change this now because I'm sick of continuing to live like this. I'm sick of being in a relationship where I am not, um, I'm not approaching it from this healthy way, then I want to invite you to take the pleasure assessment. It's a short little quiz. And at the end of the quiz, you'll be invited to book a call with me where we're going to go over exactly what's going on in your sex life and relationship. And we're going to go over what you're wanting to create in that area of your life. And then I'll look at, well, what is the gap between where you currently are and where you want to be and what is required to take that gap and to, to make it smaller. So there is no more gap. All right. So that you actually have what you're wanting to create. So on that call, I'm going to go over the exact blocks and obstacles that you have to heal and integrate in order to create what you're wanting and your relationships and your sex life. And all you got to do is go take that pleasure assessment quiz and book the call at the link in the show notes. And at the end of the call, if you want to hear about how I support people and what I'm currently offering, I'll be happy to share that with you at the end of the call. Thank you so much for joining today. And I'll look forward to sharing with you more next week. Bye.